Welcome back to my football view. I'm Thomas. With me is Maze the Case, and we are here to talk about game week 30 and how it all went down. Maze, uh, no Holland in your squad. You did Captain Rashford. Uh, Rashford, he he came back with an assist, six points. But how how did that we go? How did that we go in fantasy for you? What a mistake, man! What a mistake not transferring Holland. What the hell I was thinking, man. I don't even know what I was thinking. Maybe I was high. Maybe maybe I was a little bit tipsy, man. I will. I learned my lesson. I will never go against Holland ever again, even though he's his. Uh, he doesn't. They're not playing uh, the following week. But I'll still. I'll still transfer yeah, him in game week thirty-two. Man City in the FA Cup, so he won't and, be there. And Grealish too, man. Grealish oh, was the man. X factor for. This and then game I put Martinelli week. on the bench. <laughs> oh my god! So if you had, let's just say you had Martinelli, would you move up a lot this game week? Yeah, I think I would have uh, above average because um, because you still because he had th- th- what fourteen to thirteen points and thirteen I have, points yeah and I had fifty two so yeah yeah something like that so yeah you would have been up there yeah all right let's uh, let's get into it Manchester United versus Everton how did you see that game yeah it was an easy game for Man United <laughs> what the hell you want me to say <laughs> man why'd you start with Man United against Everton I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was the first one that came up to my head. A Rashford dealt with an injury, so that's that's going to impact their season. Maybe not in the Premier League because I think top four is uh, almost almost all there. Yeah, there. But the Europa League is going to be interesting because I feel felt like they could have made a run in there. He's gonna. He said he's gonna he's gonna miss few games, but we, we don't know. Few what, games could be a month. Yeah, especially with what kind of significance uh, the injury is. Because this was the perfect storm for uh, Man U. Because everybody Ericsson's coming back. Yeah, Ericsson and Casimir are back, so that would have been perfect if Ash was healthy. So now they got to depend on other players to step up. Marshall, Anthony, Jaden Sancho. We'll see how it happens. Yeah, it's going to be interesting if Marshall could stay fit for two yeah. games. <laughs> I think he's going to start him. I feel like he's going to start him against uh, Sevilla. I think he and Sevilla him. is the former club that he played for when he was on uh, loan out. Yeah, for but, six months. But they look so much better with Marshall up top. Yeah, the the. the the cohesion of the team and the dy- dy- uh, dyna- dynamic of yeah. the team is better. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, the game finished 2-0. It was a, could have been more, could have been less. I was hoping Rashford wouldn't do too much, even though he had a couple of good chances, uh, just as I don't have in my fantasy team. But the game that, for some reason, I'm not sure why I didn't start off with, Liverpool versus Arsenal on Sunday, finished 2-2. Arsenal came off... Uh, a, Came from the gates, storming, uh, going up within the first 10 minutes, 1-0 through Martinelli, and then doubling their lead. And then Liverpool hit back before halftime, and then it was all Liverpool in the second half. Arsenal came out lucky to even grab a point. Before the game, I would have been happy with a point. But after that first half, disappointing. It was there, it was there to grab all three points. Uh, Mace? Yeah, drop points for Arsenal. The way the game was, 86 minutes up 2-1. What do you think about the subs? Yeah, the subs were very weird, man. I, I think it has to do with his like managerial experience in, uh, in the big games because they never play back five. They rarely play back five. So why would you sub in Kivir, who that's his second game for Arsenal, and you, you play him against 
third game, whatever it is. I mean, he's not that important yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then you like you put him in a game of that significance against Yeah, Liverpool. he's not ready for it. He, this it's is crazy. This, I think this is his first game in the Premier League because the other two were in the Europa League. And the games that he did play in the Europa League, he didn't look he didn't look good enough to be you know to be thrown in in the deep end. I was surprised because you you mentioned um, why didn't he bring up Jorginho? Or I think Swan you mentioned that Jorginho would have been a lot better to maybe control the game, the pace of the game, and slow it down and control the ball. Yeah, in position, but out of possession, that would have been a major downgrade. So maybe that was his thinking process behind it. But I'm saying like with the five in the back, like they're. It looked. It, it looks look, weird. Like the players are, are not used to that. You could formation. tell Arsenal was not comfortable. Yes, they're not comfortable with it. And then, I would have put Tierney for Zinchenko way early, just because of his defensive duties and Zinchenko going back as a kind of liability. Um, yeah, especially on that second goal, he gets back. Not, not to an extent like Arnold is defensively. Yeah, but yeah, he's, yeah. he's still he's not the he's not he's not the same defensive player as uh, as uh, Tierney is. So that was kind of weird too. But yeah, his substitutions were were inexperienced. Uh, yeah, yeah, very inexperienced. I think he wasn't like preparing himself to be in a position to be up so, up to zero because Liverpool started very yeah poorly. Shaky, yeah, and I feel like the the. The, t- the turning point of the game was the Xhaka uh, Arnold moment when he t- uh, when they got in the little scuffle yeah, and then yeah. Arnold like hype up the crowd and then because yeah, yeah, the, the first thirty first thirty minutes the man Anfield was uh, was dead it was dead it was yeah. quiet it was interesting because uh, they mentioned that uh, club moved uh, Trent up a little bit after the, in that second half to be more playing more offensive which that was a little it gave Arsenal something else to think about which kind of changed the game. Um, some individual performances. Martinelli stood out. Jesus st- 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 stood out too. But more than standing out, that back line of Liverpool looked horrendous in the first half. Especially Van Dijk. That you, you know, that first goal was crazy. <laughs> I, I kind of made. I, mean, well, I kind of maybe it was like a kind of unlucky. I don't think he was trying to do that intentional. It just the ball kind of hit him in his foot, and it just like. But it's like he, lack he couldn't of kick confidence. it out. Yeah, like that, yeah. that second goal with the Huddler, like back in the day, you, Van Dyke, no one would be even going up there challenging him. And the goal, either Van Dyke would have cleared it or Allison would have just grabbed it. It, just, it was the second goal was miscommunication between Van Dyke and Robertson because he got in, he got in in between both of them. So it was just like who's marking who. Yeah, he was ball watching. Both of them were ball watching. Well, does this give Liverpool? Because we don't know what Liverpool is going to do next now, especially uh, with their consistency. But it, it shows that you know, on a, in a big in a big game, they could always uh, rise up to a level and you know perform. But this this has to be a bigger game for Arsenal, dropping points, right? It has. Do you give Manchester City the advantage now in the title, or do you think it's still in Arsenal's hands? It's still in Arsenal's hands because they just pretty much got to get a tie against Man City. Yeah, they just they can't lose the game. They still they still got to go to Newcastle and play against them and play against Chelsea. So that's two big games and Brighton. Right, so yeah, Brian they got way is, yeah. tougher fixtures than Man City. And Man City right now is on fire, just putting flames on everybody's ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But did you? But, yeah. I wasn't sure what was the outcome of Kevin De Bruyne being injured in the last game. And we can move forward now and talk about um, Man City versus Southampton. And Man City just ran through Southampton. 
uh, De Bruyne scoring two goals and then being subbed off. But the, I think the major t- uh, t- uh, point was that Kevin De Bruyne being injured and coming off in that second half. Against the Champions League game, right? Oh, yeah. You're talking, you're talking no, no, this was against yesterday. Southampton. Yeah, he came off. But I haven't seen anything like an injury status. Um, no, this was a Champions League game. Yeah, the Champions yeah, League game. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he got injured in the Champions League. And, and they, So let's talk about Southampton. They blow them away. And then against Bayern Munich, they blow Bayern Munich away. How impressive was that? Yeah, that was very impressive, man. Um, from the game, man. Every, everybody was on point. Uh, each player was involved. Grealish is on smoke right now. How <laughs> this sound was, man. But as impressive as Man City was, because they were very impressive defensively, especially Ruben Diaz. Uh, Akanji and Stones. A lot of blame has to be put on Bayern and then like silly mistakes made from Upavacano and just not they're they're not having a striker who can like challenge that defensive uh back line. It was just it was kind of mess because they have a lot of talent in the midfield, but they have like nobody up top. Yeah, like they had Gnabry playing up top. And yeah, he's it not was a... just kinda like weird. Yeah, there's no finisher there. Um yeah, but it was kind of like that first goal, Rodri. Like, when when do you see Rodri score a screamer from left foot? Yeah, no, it doesn't happen. <laughs> he has like he shows up like every two three months that he'll he'll get wrap a goal. But you know, against Bayern Munich, also um, Bayern Munich playing without Neuer as well, which not an excuse, but he is a leader there in that team in that back line. But you know, I was watching that partnership with Pacano and the let the league play against PSG. They were so much better than, so I want to, as bad as they were, I want to say, I want to give some credit to Man City and, you know, putting pressure on them, Holland, Holland being a nuisance and City being so dangerous um, going forward. Grealish is freaking amazing right now. Um, it's the right time. Like you have a lot of, you have a uh, few games left in the season, man. They're catching, like I said, man, they're gaining confidence each game. And it's, I feel like it's only going to get better for them. Especially in the Premier League, I don't know about Champions League because we're not sure how it's going to be when they play Real Madrid. Yeah, it, it, it's probably going to go both ways. But now this time they got Holland. So do you see? This, do you think it's a foregone conclusion now of them advancing to the? Yes, semis? I think I feel like if it, if it would have been like two zero for Man City, I still feel like Bayern would have belief. a lot of belief and a lot of more chance to progress to the next stages. But it just three zero. It's Man City's not going to sit back. Yeah, they're not going to sit back. They're going to keep possession. They're going to keep attacking. Even if Bayern scores, let's say one, two, Man City is going to definitely going to score. Yeah, yeah. You, like I, like no matter what, I feel like Holland's going to get on a score. score but you never know with football. That's the that's the thing. Like, yeah. The only problem is with Bayern right now, without having that like vocal number nine, like you don't know they'll create chances, but who's going to put them away? Exactly. So that's the problem that they have. Okay, uh, next one. Brentford versus Newcastle. This was a really good game. Yeah. Uh, finished 1-2 to Newcastle. Brentford, Brentford came out really good in that first half. I, I watched the entire game. They had a goal chopped off in the ninth minute. Then they got a penalty. Uh, Tony missed the penalty. Then they got another penalty. He put it away. And then second half, it was all Newcastle. Um, Wilson came on. They were playing up with two strikers up top. And Wilson, it says Raya is, got the own goal, but I believe it was a combination with uh, Isaac and Wilson. And then, but but still, they ended up getting the two goals. The first goal was by Isaac, and then 
And then who is the second goal scorer? Oh, Raya on goal. But that was deflection of Wilson's uh, Wilson's uh, shot. Uh, how impressed were you with uh, Newcastle? Yeah, I thought they were going to lose that game, to be honest. But, yeah, I mean, Newcastle was playing very well. Man, who would have thought? Because they, they had to admit uh, that struggle in the middle of the season. Like, nobody, nobody predicted that they were going to make top four because they were dropping points every week. Not like losing games, but they were just, like, having a lot of draws. Yeah, which made them fall out of top four. And now, for some reason, they're like <laughs> they're, scoring. they're clicking it. They're clicking they're, they're, it. They scoring goals and they're being chopped off and they're like yeah, they because keep they, going because they, they were strong in scoring goals and now they're just like scoring goals for fun. Yeah, and I, you got to give a lot of credit to Eddie Howe. What a phenomenal job he's doing. Yeah, the way he managed Callum Wilson and some of the games yeah. he it was. An, it, I think there was one game I think versus Nottingham Forest and it was one one and he didn't sub him sub him on. He kept Isaac on. And then by the 90th minute, Isaac gets a penalty and p- puts it away. Now here you, you're you losing 1-0. You decide to change it up. You decide to play with two strikers. And it turns out Isaac and Wilson combine really well in this game. I'm not sure you'll be able to do that every game, yeah. especially the top boys. But yeah, Eddie Howe has proven a lot of doubters. Yeah, because I didn't a, think he was going to A lie. lot of people said that Eddie Howe is the type of coach that will get Newcastle to like top eight, top six possibly top five, and then Newcastle will have to get upgrade um, on the coach where they'll, you know, they, like... Take, take him to the next yeah, level, yeah. Take him to the next level, fight for, like, top four, possibly Premier League title. But if Eddie House keeps progressing every season... And he's going to get the reinforce, yeah. reinforcements. Yeah. The, the thing is going to be interesting with Newcastle next year, how they, how they could play with uh, having European football. Yeah, to manage all those players because Colin Wilson's not going to be able to play a Champions League game and a Premier League game, <laughs> and he's and he's getting a lot of out of he's getting uh, out of um like he's he's improving like scrub players like Longstaff in the midfield like look at Will Willick Willick was an Arsenal reject like, yeah 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 he's been Jolington too like Jolington yeah, all of the even like these guys play they're they're like fighting relegation like Jolington was in that Newcastle uh, Newcastle I mean, team new- with uh, Bruce uh, what's it that dude. I know uh, Bruce. What that that fat white dude? <laughs> Bruce. Uh, yeah, 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 Bruce. Not, not Bruce Stevens, but but you got you guys know what I mean. But there's like this. There's still the same players in that team. They're like they were they're fighting for relegation. Yeah, Steve Bruce. Steve Bruce. Yeah, yeah and, that, and, and Eddie Howe was like <laughs> improved them significantly. Like Longstaff, Jolinton. Like Jolinton looks like a Brazilian, uh, freaking like national player. That national player. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like that. I think what there's two major uh, changes, right? I think Botman came in. Yeah, Botman and um, Gumeris, but Gumeris and there was another like Gumeris came in already last year, yeah. but they were there Trippier, was a significant. Trippier didn't have like there was play, like players, players that are not they are not still, like uh, Jeff Target is the target from Aston Villa, the left back that, but he doesn't get any uh, minutes. Uh, there's other few players like yeah, Jolinton, um, Isaac, Murphy, Murphy, yeah, Shar, Shar. You, you would n- have no idea that he's gonna be able to play for a team in top four, but he's been performing. Dan Byrne, Dan Byrne, freaking Dan Byrne playing left back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but going forward, he, he they gotta get reinforcement in that position. Oh yeah, Dan yeah. Byrne is. I think he's a good player, but but he's <coughs> not going to be a. I mean, no, I wasn't expecting him to be a top Newcastle to be a top four. Maybe yeah. maybe they get even better, but. Um, Botman had a shaky game. I feel like if he, I, I feel like he could be a top defender. He has he has, he makes a little bit of mistakes offensively. He 
he does get on a lot of end of uh, a lot of crosses and corners, but he can't direct his headers. They're just flying everywhere. Uh, Pope with a penalty save. Shout out to Pope and my fantasy team. I was <laughs> yeah. hoping he would uh, keep a clean sheet, but he, with that penalty save, he he helped me out. Spurs versus Brighton. Uh, 2-1 for Spurs. This was a important game for Spurs if they if they wanted to keep uh, keep challenging for that top four. They got away with it, especially yeah, because of that penalty miss on Mitoma. I have no idea. They they barely checked that. It was like a five second check with VAR, and they just blew it off. It's it's incredible. It was disgraceful perform. I mean, disgraceful performance by the referees, man. Uh, Brian got robbed, man. They got robbed. And even Spurs fans will tell you the same thing. Like, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Brian controlled the game. The whole, like Brian looked like the home team. Bro, like Spurs are so lucky this season, like that they have for came. some not that, but for some reason they always like they play shit every game, and always they <laughs> they somehow pull a result. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like you think look at that table like you from their performances every game. Every you would week. not have no idea that they're, they're like having a bad season. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, yo. But you watch, you watch them play. It's so hard on the eyes. Still the same thing. It's the same thing. Muscali uh, as his concept was. Yeah, yeah. It's no, no significant changes. I finally the Juma gets some minutes. I was surprised. I was like, what happened? But it's crazy because we we were talking about Newcastle and Manchester United and the seasons they're having, and Tottenham have been shit all season. They're just three points behind them. Yeah. It's like, what the hell? But. But uh, uh, Kane has to leave that team. <laughs> like, like I would want to see without Kane's contribution. Like, you, you're not even all of it, but just down, down, the, down the middle. That guy is keeping that team alive and floating. He drops back, plays defense for the last minutes. He's getting headers away in the penalty box. Picks up fouls, <laughs> carry them out of the team. Yeah. Gets the goals. It's like, guy is... But, but the thing is... Spurs are just hanging around there. So if Man U or Newcastle slip up, they're going to be right there with, you know. And Spurs are playing Man U soon. Yeah, at home. So that's going to be a big game. It's going to be a good game. Yeah. Well, uh, Aston Villa have been playing really well, too. They're creeping up to the sixth spot now. And that's a very impressive because with Stevie G, they were in that re- relegation yeah, yeah, yeah. battle. And now... But a six-position conference league? That's conference yeah. league. Yeah. yeah. Conference league? No, Europa League. No, fifth is Europa League. And you six is what Europe, Europa League. Oh yeah, because the FA Cup winner takes the the second Europa League spot. <laughs> That's it for us. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back to give us our, give our preview of Game Thirty One next time.